0: I miss that sexy smile. I can to see you. I hope I will lose
1: control. Love you every night, but check in time. Because I love you all night. I can let you go, baby. Welcome. Howdy. I don't know why I just said howdy. I was thinking about cowboy boots. I was really no joke. I was thinking about cowboy boots before the camera came on me thinking I could use a pair of those. And howdy just rolled off the tongue. Welcome, everyone. It is great to see you as always. Got a packed show today. President Trump. President Trump arrested. Y'all see that? We're gonna talk about it. We're talk about Trump we're going to talk about a reaction from Andrew Tate to a tweet that I wrote regarding Trump we're going to talk about modern women I've got plenty of reaction to some crazy TikToks insane panels as per usual and we're also going to dig into Dylan Mulvaney I don't know if you saw that Dylan Mulvaney is now the uh, face of Bud Light you see that yeah interesting interesting choice Hmm. we'll talk about why Uh, Also, the UK government is requiring cows to be fed methane suppressants to combat climate change. What's in those suppressants, you ask? Well, we don't know. Antimicrobials. Ah, Okay, we're going to get to why that's a problem, why that's a tool of the system, as usual. Remember, they want you healthy, they want you sick, they want you weak, they want you controlled, they want you compliant. All right. So let's start with uh, President Trump. I'm not going to dig too much into the documents themselves. They're ridiculous. I mean, I've read that. It's really funny what's going on. You have to laugh sometimes. So I put a tweet up in response. Dell, you have that. You can pull it. Um, and can you blow that up for me and scroll down? So I put if they can do this to Trump, they can do it to you and they'll certainly try. And uh, Andrew Tate responded, "Can confirm, which is funny. Um, obviously, he's just been through Helen and back. And why did I put that up? Well, you saw Trump is arrested. If you look through a lot of the files, this is this is all garbage. You guys can pull that down now. This is all complete garbage. Um, they're trying to turn a misdemeanor into a felony." I mean, this is something that it's utterly ridiculous, frankly, that he's been arrested, but they need that to happen. Um, you think about the side by side of Trump being arrested and Hillary Clinton just walking free, eating her Eggo waffles for breakfast when she you know, violated the Espionage Act, when she lied under oath. Uh, I remember, it's interesting, I saw the ladies at the View were like, foaming at the mouth, loving this stuff, right? Trump, yeah, let's take him out. In the meantime, those are the same people that when I was sitting on that show were in massive full-fledged panic when Hillary Clinton was coming that I, God forbid, would ask her about the fact that she signed documents that said she knew what the C and confidential meant when it pertained to her classified emails uh, and then got in front of um, the hearing and said she had no idea. She had never seen it before. She lied to everybody, and she's just walking free, and this is how it works, right? Numerous examples. You look at Bill Gates. You can look at any number of people that visited Epstein Island, and they just get a pass. Anthony Fauci is just, what is he, enjoying his, you know, steak while he tells you to eat some lab-grown garbage food. Um, You know, get that extra booster! And meantime, he's like, I'm not getting that. You know. You know what's going on behind the scenes. So, You know, this is not about Trump exclusively. This is about the system goes after who the system hates, right? They can't stand Trump. They've never been able to stand Trump. So they're going after Trump hard and heavy. And the other people who they love, you know, the Clintons and the Bill Gates of the world and the Anthony Fauci's will always get a pass. Always. And you remember, you know, Comey bailed Hillary Clinton out. I don't know how political you all are here, but there's a huge Discrepancy here. And Tate's response was interesting because he's obviously just been through that. He's, he's, he, they've been digging on this guy for how long? Over and over and over again, trying to get something. This, he's in jail. They're coming to his house. They're looking at documents. I'm sure they retrieved all of his computer files, everything, months and months and months of this. Nothing. No charges. Nothing. So much so that they had to release them to house arrest. A lot of people are saying the Tate brothers are free. That's actually not true. They're under house arrest. There are restrictions still in place. And my guess is they're not going to do media for a while because they've been told any little thing you you say can and will be used against you. So just don't get involved. And that's smart, by the way. That's a smart decision. But it was interesting to see all this unfold. I was unsurprised. Remember, this is New York DAs. This is deeply corrupt, woke systems. I was unsurprised to see what happened to Trump. What's going to be the fallout of this just before we get to the modern women? So they've elevated Trump now. Trump has never polled better than he will right now, right? He's DeSantis is like, who's that guy? Everyone's like, who's that guy now, right? Because Trump is front and center. So they've done enormous, enormous service to Trump, the media. When the media can't stand you, when these woke... Agenda-driven, corrupt DAs go after you elevating you know, a misdemeanor to a felony because they don't like you. All of this stuff helps you because people with eyes and ears see what's going on, right? So this has only helped him. And uh, it exposes the discrepancy between someone like a Hillary Clinton. We went through that whole email scandal. I wasn't doing a podcast at the time. I was on national TV. And I went over and over and over the lies, the deception, classified documents, violations of the espionage act, over and over and over again. They don't care. They don't care. Bottom line, the system is corrupt. The system selectively cares about justice. And I say that because this is not about justice in the same way that what we saw over the last two years was not about health. Oh, get your booster. Oh, get your experimental inject. That was not about health. That was about control. That was about seeing how much they could get away with and how compliant they could make you at home. And by the way, how sick they could make you. I wonder how many people who got that experimental drug are sitting on, you know, other pharma drugs now because they've got some type of chronic illness. Just a question, not a statement. All right. So I'm going to leave that behind, but I thought it was interesting that Tate responded to that because he's like, hey, I know. I see it. We see it, Cobra Tate. We see it. All right. Modern women don't understand traditional relationships. I am here to, yes, battle the matrix, battle the system. I come from politics. All that is true. But what I've seen unfold in the space of dating and relationships, and how some of these women have desecrated, desecrated their womanhood, have desecrated the sanctity of sex, have desecrated what it means to be a healthy, vibrant woman, desecrated all that. I'm disgusted at my core. So let's take a look at modern women who don't understand what a traditional relationship means and don't understand its value. Let's go. uh, Number two, Delhi.
2: If you respect a man, whether you're in the relationship with him or not, and you respect him, you shouldn't be speaking to another man at all.
3: like, if a man uh, texts under my picture, hey, beautiful, ignore, ignore it.
4: Why is he under your picture? Yeah, yeah ignore right. it. The fuck, she looks good. Why
2: are you making yourself accessible to other men if you're in a relationship that you claim? You want you're an ugly bitch? To? You want a pretty bitch? Why are you making yourself accessible to other men? It's if just you claim- posting
4: a picture, making it accessible to other women directly. You not answer No, no,
2: no, 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 no. You said, mm-hmm. do you want an ugly bitch or a pretty bitch? Which one do Why you Why are you making yourself accessible to other men if you're in a relationship? What do you, what do you mean man? by
3: accessible? It's hmm. just posting a photo to right. a broad Let me clarify for you, ladies, so you
2: understand what he saying. So if you post a picture, not for your boyfriend, you're posting it to the public, and you know other men follow you, you're making yourself accessible to other I men. Mm. So, so would, would you post? Sense? Do
1: you not believe? This why would you po- <laughs> why would you Okay. Post? So do you, do you see the brain dead emerge? So I mean, they just don't even understand what a normal, healthy, traditional relationship looks like. They can't understand. They're like, well, what would I do if I had a boyfriend and another guy slipped into my DMs and said, you're beautiful. Like... Should I I not answer? Honey, yes, you don't answer. No, better that you should encourage that. Respond with a heart emoji and, and get involved in some type of discussion with a guy that's not your boyfriend. On what planet is that healthy? Is that respectful? Or is that what you should be doing as a grown woman? That's disgusting, that behavior. I mean, it's incredible to me that you have to explain this stuff. And I'm not trying to infantilize these women. But they're so heavily brainwashed that you have to explain just basic respect. I, I, I just can't believe it. And he said, oh, well, do you want an ugly girl or a beautiful girl? Well... So if a guy decides that, yes, I want an attractive woman, I want somebody that I'm attracted to, that, yes, I want to sleep with, by saying that, is he also, by virtue of that, just accepting, well, then she's just going to be, you know, flirting with everybody. That comes with the turf. No, it doesn't. There's plenty of respectful, respectable, self-respecting, not to overuse the word, but beautiful women who don't respond to random guys complimenting them because they have a boyfriend and they're being respectful of that man. So, just because you're, a, you're beautiful doesn't mean you, you get a pass to behave badly or that comes with the turf. No, that means you're a red flag beauty. Guys shouldn't give you time. No time. Disgusting. And there's a difference between being someone who's beautiful. You know, There's some women you notice, you're like, that's just a beautiful woman, right? She is going to walk down the street, and by virtue of being beautiful, she will get attention. Yes, absolutely. But there's a difference between that and an attention-seeking woman who's pulling this, all the Instagram, all naked, eh, all naked all the time, over and over and over again, who's with a guy and who is absolutely 100% attention-seeking, who's looking for that attention from it. Oh, they do it for themselves. No, they don't. Or it wouldn't be blasted all over their Instagram over and over and over and over again. These are women who are beautiful, who are looking for a past to behave badly. That's disgusting, by the way. Guys should not tolerate that. I don't care how cute she is. Mm-mm. That's going to be a massive headache for you. All right. Then we're going to look at, um, so you often will hear this conversation about women saying, you know, they, this is the new trend. Oh, I want 50-50. I want a I don't need a guy to provide for me, right? They say that. That's not really what's going on in here because then you they get a guy who earns the same amount of money as them and they're like, hmm. I don't know. I'm unhappy. Right. Then they're not the head. Of, they're, they're trying to be head of household. The power dynamics are odd. The, the gender dynamics are odd. You got a guy acting, you know, in a feminized role and a woman in a masculinized role. And she's miserable. And she's fantasizing about some guy down the street who fixes cars for a living and has a strong masculine energy. We know this. But listen to what she says as this particular woman as the reason why she wants a 50-50 earning capacity in her relationship deep dysfunction. You all ready? Let's go to let's go to number 3.
3: Okay, with like contributing 50-50 to the relationship. I would prefer that. That's the vibe I was getting. Yes. Yeah. I would prefer that mostly because I just don't I don't like feeling like love is transactional. I don't like feeling like in an argument if we're at a low point, someone can hold that over me and be like, well, I paid for this and I paid for that because in my head, I'm already keeping track of shit like that that you could use over me and that's just an insecurity that I have so I don't like,
1: I wouldn't want someone to be contributing more than that. So you would want to do more okay. of like, the team mentality. Can you feel the damage? It Sometimes the damage oozes out of the woman. Okay. This is a woman who's I've been through some type of challenge relationship-wise. I don't know what it is. I can't speak to it. But this is how a damaged woman talks about relationships. If you're going into a relationship and you're you're already thinking, oh, this person's gonna use this against me and I have to protect myself against this guy. So if he, imagine going into a relationship as a woman and saying, oh, i got to protect myself from this guy. I want him to earn less so that, that, you know, he's not holding something over my head. Honey, the problem is you on day one, if you're thinking like that. The guy hasn't even had a chance to show who he is. You're making an assumption and a bad assumption right out of the gate that tells me that you are damaged, that you're in a cycle of damage, right? You're in a, in a damaged head. This is why guys say I want a woman who has been in less relationships. There's less likelihood of having a woman talk like this, right? And she looks like you know, a little the crazy eyes running a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? Don't don't lie, you at home. You know what I'm talking about, okay? This is why traditional gender roles exist, by the way, because now you have like, well, I should be doing this and he should be doing that. And it's confusion in everybody's mind, right? Whereas if you just had an understanding that you could lean on a guy for certain things, that a guy came to the table and was gonna do, you know, the provide and protect role, was gonna be physically fit, was gonna, you know, defend and protect that home, and that you were gonna bring something so beautiful to the table as your nurturing capacity. And there was some understanding that a woman is a woman and a man is a man, and you have different strengths and different weaknesses and that's why you make this beautiful complementary union that's just a, a healthy way of looking at it if everybody could just see that homes would naturally shift into balance again The reason there's no balance is because these women are like, I got, I got to be like a man. I got to compete with a man. And the guys are being told they're supposed to be more feminine. They're supposed to be watching the notebook with a big box of tissues crying all day long. So everyone is now confused about what they should be doing instead of naturally following their instinct, following their biological tendencies to lead them to a path toward happiness for everyone. It's like a lost community of people everywhere. It's not just in the United States, but it's Deeply affecting the United States, in many ways more so, I think, than many other countries. It's a broken country we're in right now, culturally completely bankrupt country, and sad, very, very sad. All right, this whole women don't need men, unbelievable. I found, I keep trying to find a video that really articulates. The feminist mantra of that, because I get a lot of messages from people saying, well, what are they really saying? I know like, you know, when their car breaks down, they have a moment. But what are they really psychologically getting at when they say women don't need men? So here's a good illustration of that. Let's play number four.
4: Historically, women needed men because that's how the oppression structure was set up. We were hostages. We couldn't have credit cards, couldn't own property, couldn't vote, had no voice. Well, of course, we'd partner up with a man because we needed one so that we didn't starve to death because men used force to keep us under their thumb. Now, fortunately, things have evolved. And guess what? We don't need men. So it comes to being in a relationship, it's a matter of bringing something to the table. And if what you're bringing to the table is a toddler-like mentality where You are running around, running amok, expecting a mommy and expecting some kind of subordinate, uh, you know, concubine kind of setup. No woman wants that. So, of course, you see so many men who are single because they've never realized that they need to actually be tolerable individuals. And as a result, they are single because nobody wants your. Of course, just like a job, if you want to actually do well and actually have the opportunity to have that, you need to develop the skills to be in a relationship. Okay, is she does she
1: undateable beyond? I mean, honestly, I, I can't. She sounds like a, a teacher. You show up for the class, <laughs> you show up, you're there, and. and- like first day of class she starts talking and you're like oh god can I can I drop this like how do I get out just that very like preachy condescending I'm gonna explain to you what you don't get what you don't understand I think she's a former I'm pretty sure that's a former ESPN anchor Um, it just occurred to me now I know her face from somewhere she's she's famous from somewhere Regardless, this condescension, this let me talk down to you, let me baby you as a man, you don't understand how things work, so let me explain it to you type of vibe. So initially, you know, assuming that, oh, all of these women were hostages, imagine using that word. And she's not talking about, you know, she's not going all the way back to 1900. This is a woman who's talking about, you know, women who made choices to fulfill their traditional gender roles and decided, "Hey, listen, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. I want to She's talking about the 1950s housewife that they love to demonize and wreck and ooh, what a, you know, what a moron, what a she she was property, you know. Um, so interesting how they talk about that, right? There's never a process whereby these women, these feminists think about that, that certain women would would elect That life that would say to themselves, you know what, I don't consider it demeaning in any way. I want to be a mom. I want to stay home. I take great pride in my home. I want a guy to pay the bills. I want a guy to go out and work and I want to have that flexibility. You know, I want to prioritize my family. I want peace. I want to open my windows and let the sunshine in and cook. And there's no awareness that there are women who elect that life and they're very comfortable and they're very happy. And they're comfortable saying my guy's the head of household and he handles the finances and there's an expectation of that guy and that guy has an expectation of her. There's, there's no awareness and no admission that that is elective for many women and, by the way, that many of those women are very happy because they don't feel the pressure of the I need to compete with a man corporate structure. They don't, they don't care. Or cave to societal pressure that like, oh, you're just a housewife. They know that there's a beauty and integrity in that role. And that in many respects, it's a far more rewarding role than going out and working for some corporate boss that's going to treat you like garbage all day long. So it's amazing to me. All men are violent. You notice how they say, oh, she says, oh, the men, they were violent. They violently kept those women, you know, subjugated. Who are you talking about? Are you talking? I'm sure that did happen in certain cases. We know domestic violence is real. But that's not the majority of cases of, of, what is that, all women who existed before the modern feminist age were abused physically and mentally, were property and were hostages? Honey, read a book. Just do us a favor and read a book. Or did you read one from a revisionist history library? You're coming out with some woke garbage. By the way, does this woman sound happy to you? She doesn't. For some reason, all these feminists sound miserable, right? So unhappy all the time. It's like they're lecturing you about why traditional women, women who follow those traditional roles are unhappy. They're like, those women were hostages. Those women, this. In the meantime, they've got a permanent scowl etched on their faces. They're mean they're condescending, they're nasty, and they give off an energy that no one, man, woman, or child, or animal, would ever want to be around. So ask yourself, who who to trust in this paradigm? If you want a path toward happiness, you're going to be listening to these feminists who look miserable at their core? I certainly wouldn't. I certainly would not. All right. So, And also, one other note, you know, There's no there's no acknowledgement that they'll say, well, men should step up to fulfill their roles. Right. But there's no acknowledgement that women should step up to fulfill their roles in any respect. Right. There's no talk of If you mention femininity, they're like, oh, well, that's a male. That's a male paradigm word. That's a that's a that's a tool of the patriarchy. Femininity. Femininity is a beautiful, beautiful thing that you feminists, you desecrated because you demean it you're too busy trying to be a man. All right. Let's go to, um, oh, this is truly one for the books. You ready? Okay. Let's go to number five. This is from whatever podcast. I think Brian's on vacation. Brian, we miss your content. Just saying, um, maybe beaten cheeks is in there and feels <laughs> the pain. <laughs> All right. Let's go to, uh, let's go to number five. This is a little sick. I'm going to warn you, but that's why I chose it.
2: And It comes with the stuff that's yes. like, I want hairlessness. I mm-hmm. want...
0: Hairless? A um, guy who has a preference for a girl who, like, is shaved or has shaves her legs is bonny pedophilic? No,
3: because it's that's when
0: you crazy. think down
3: to it. It's like, where do you see people who have no hair? Like, actually, naturally, So, what, kids. About, what
0: about a woman who prefers a guy who shaves... That, down there like couldn't that, that could just be
2: say like
3: oh i don't want like body
2: hair that's on way woman. more of a, a obvious preference that guys have towards women than women ever I have, have towards ga- guys. I've, never so, heard no. I've never heard a girl i've never heard a guy so <laughs> now we'll you go go wait hold that. up like, hold like, like, up oh,
1: I forgot. listen guys in the chat so now you are a bigot unless you you embrace and like hairy women let me tell you something One day I was, um, how do I have to make sure I don't mention any names or give any allusion to what's going on here. A friend of ours, a male friend of my husband's actually, came over to the apartment and brought his girlfriend. And she walked in and she was very hippie. You know what I'm talking about. Like Woodstock was happening that day. (laughs) Okay. She walks in and I welcome them in. But I could see, you know, this little odor that came in, some BO from her. I was like, oh God. All right, here we go. Very liberal, like extreme wokeness, right? Beyond. Okay, you're welcome. Come on, let's get some. Come on in, get the food. At one point, she lifted up her arm. And what I saw was a bush of hair under that armpit. I gasped. I was impolite, I'm not gonna lie. I went, like
4: that's because it was nasty.
1: It looked like a man's pit. It was nasty. And y'all know if you look down at a woman's legs and now girls are doing this sometimes and it's all hairy legs and it's masculine. It's nasty. Also, it's not well-groomed. It doesn't have that clean vibe. And guys like, guys, we talk about this all the time, right? Guys sometimes just stink a little. They're guys, right? They're always sweating, which can be very sexy, right? They go to the gym. They come home. Women, typically smell much better. They're more well-groomed. Guys love that about women, right? They love that like women smell pretty all the time. The skin is lotioned and smooth, right? My husband's always saying like, your feet, babe, your feet are so soft and mine are so rough. And I'm like, you know, that's, that's what guys like. But no, now, in case you didn't get the memo guys in the chat, if you don't like hairy women, you're a pedophile you're a pedophile, you're a bigot. And this is a problem because guys are not allowed to prefer anything. Anything they say, if they say, you know, this guys all the time. If you say I prefer women with long hair, Oh God, misogynist. Oh, get with the program. Oh, I can't guys tend to like long hair. In fact, when I came out to Florida, I had cut my hair because a hairstylist in New York had burnt it. So it was like bleached and nasty. And I was like, let me just chop it. And I looked at my husband. I was like, I know, babe. And he's just like, he kind of missed it for a second, right? Loves me. He's like, it looks cute, but it's not. He's very happy as it's growing in, right? He's like, bring on some Rapunzel. So here we're growing the hair. But they just like it. Why can't guys say that? Why can't they say that? No, it's bigoted. They can't. Now they got to say, oh, yeah, I want a hairy woman with hairy pits and a hairy down south nastiness. You know, you're navigating through a forest or something. Nasty stuff. Nasty. But if women say, oh, I need somebody who's, you know, perfectly grew, I don't, oh, facial hair has to be this way, and I don't like a mustache, and you have to be bring this amount of money, and I don't like this type of clothes. Oh, look how he's dressed. Ooh, they're allowed to do all that. But if a guy just says, yeah, I like long hair and a well-groomed woman, oh, the audacity. Drew ruffalo got, like, steam coming out of her ears. It's, it's ridiculous. Guys, if you do like hairy women that's a little odd to me. You're entitled. You can go scope them out and I don't know, just some Amazon stuff, I guess. But uh, they're ridiculous. Can you imagine? You're a pedophile. Honey, get a dictionary. All right. Let's go to number six. Now we have toxic women. And this is important because some women are proudly toxic proudly toxic and that that's not just a red flag that's a a social experiment so to speak that's a study you need to understand these women because they're proud of it and they're looking for it right and you may not be looking for it as a guy you may not be looking for a toxic situation but you're attracted to this woman because she's pretty and whatnot and then the toxicity it's like tar it sticks to you and now you're just sinking in that quicksand right along with her Y'all know you've been in a situation with some toxic woman. And I'm sure there's some women out there, if you're listening, you've been in a situation with some toxic guy, which you knew right off the bat, there was nastiness going on there. Next thing you know, you're submerged in some type of crazy. So listen to number six. This is your warning sign.
2: Basically, that treat me like shit. And like, I don't know <laughs> that they treat me like shit because like, they act like they like you and they're manipulating you. I like guys that manipulate me and I manipulate them back.
0: Let's go into I that. I really lie
2: to them and tell them I would send them like money afterwards while they have a girlfriend, and then I don't send them money. And then they block me and they're like, oh, you're a manipulator. You're a liar. I'm not a manipulator liar. I already gave you 20K and you don't love me enough. I know
1: someone else would. Okay. So, first of all, this is beyond attention. So you notice how she like has a different inflection in her voice. I went to her Instagram, by the way, and I did some searching. You're going to hear more from this girl, by the way, including the way her parents, I believe it's her parents that take photos of her for the OnlyFans. Mm -hmm. Enough said. Mm -hmm. Um, Enough said. But this is pure toxicity, right? The question is, why do guys give money to women like this? Why do they repeatedly give time and energy to women like this? What is wrong with men? What is wrong with men that you've lost your sense of backbone, of, you know, just sense of confidence, sense of what, what I deserve as a human, that you're bothered. This girl should have zero swipes, right? Instead, she's making a fortune off of a bunch of simps out there that are, don't have, because of whatever their life looks like and maybe some choices that they've made, they they've have very limited options and they're like looking for attention from someone, even someone as degenerate, yeah, I said it, as this girl. Beyond cringe, So when you see something like this, you need to run away. In fact, that should motivate a man to say, you know what? I'm going to get in the best shape of my life mentally, physically. I'm going to be someone that never, ever has to stoop to to get or give attention to a specimen like that. I'm going to put myself above and beyond. Ooh. Okay. Let's keep going. Another one's coming your way. Another toxic, nasty self-assessment. Number seven.
3: I personally will not anymore, I don't make an attempt anymore, I don't care to, I don't want to date anybody, I'm way too happy by myself, please do not bother my peace. But when I was trying, it's like I will find literally anything about you to hate, and then I will hate it forever, and you will never have a chance, because I will find that one thing, and I will never not hate it about you.
0: Interesting. I'm
3: very toxic, that's why I don't do it. I will not put somebody else through my toxicity, that's not fair.
0: In what ways are you toxic?
3: I will train you like a dog.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mood. You'll train someone? I will train you like a dog. (laughs) Brian. Eric, is it at 70? Can you check the (laughs) audience?
3: I'm not gonna like Uh, force you to get on your hands and knees unless you want to. But like I it's like the littlest thing will set me off and I will just instantly never unsee it. The ick. It's the ick, and I get the ick with every single person I come across.
1: Okay. Every single person. She gets the ick. It's a highly intellectual group of women as well. I get the egg. Can you imagine? I know girls say that now. I know. I hear it all the time. I got the egg. I hear reality TV egg. I'm watching this show. By the way, you ever see this Love Is Blind show? Sick research. I'm trying to figure out how to pull clips. I I can't. I'm going to risk copyright. My husband's like, you can't pull the clip. I'm like, I have to. It's too good because it's just, you see like deflating men and bossy women. It's crazy what's going on on Netflix is all I'm going to say. So this woman here talking, I'm happy by myself. I'm really happy. The second you hear a woman say, I'm happy by myself. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. That's a sign of misery because people who are really happy like that don't, yeah, maybe they'll say, they'll acknowledge if somebody asks them, they'll be like, you know what, I'm really happy with the choices I made. But the tone is not, like, defiant. It's not like, I'm happy. I'm happier than if I had a man. <laughs> Honey, you're just crying inside. You're just crying for a man is what's going on there. So she was crying for a man. Let's let's bottom line it right there. Secondly, she owns her toxicity. You have to give her credit. She says, well, I am toxic, right? Right. And I'm by myself, I don't want to put any guys through that. But the reality is she does put guys through that because then she talks about how she dates them and trains them like a dog. Potentially a collar and leash. I don't know what's involved. It could get sick. But she, again, this woman attracts men. Women go on that podcast. We pull them all the time. And then you see, you follow through and see their videos. And they'll say that they're getting tons of requests from guys That bangs girl, all them they make a fortune when they leave the show. People, guys can't wait to be humiliated in some respect by these women. And I'm trying to figure out what is going on. I want to send all those guys into the war room. Really, do something. Talk to men who would never allow themselves to be degraded like this and figure out what you're doing in your life that's making you susceptible to this type of crazy. Because I can tell you, a woman who says that she trains you like a dog, you should be like, oh, honey, no. That's not happening up, up here. That's never going You should just be like, bye. Can you imagine, though? The toxicity is unbelievable. And admitted, self-admitted toxic. Unreal. Okay, now this is an interesting one. This tells you a lot about how, and guys write me all the time and say things like on Instagram message the other day, like how do I navigate the current dating market when women have different, like they're not traditional at anymore at all. And they don't even view marriage in a traditional way. And they don't even want a marriage as, you know, as we've understood it for the last X amount of years, they want something separate. They want separation. I'm always like, what do you mean by separate? What do you mean? This is what these guys are talking about. Go to number eight, Deli.
3: I can get along pretty well with most people. I just like to be alone, and if I'm with somebody for too long, and I can't, like, get them away from me, like, I don't like them. (laughs) Okay. Okay. If I'm married, you have to have a totally separate house. (laughs) Separate house. You have to have a different house. A different house. A different house. I could
0: could see, like, I could do different rooms. Or go on a vacation twice a month. Different bed. (laughs) Go on a vacation
3: once a month, and it might be okay. But, like, you have to not be with me every day, or I will
1: hate you. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't she okay, seem lovely? Doesn't she? Isn't it just an invitation to marry her? I mean, can you imagine electing to marry a woman like this? And I hear, I'm telling you, I hear from guys over and over again that are saying that women are telling them this. Maybe not, I need a separate house, but you know how many of them tell me, oh, they're saying they need a separate bedroom. They're saying they need a separate wing. Like, oh, I want my own bathroom. I want my own bedroom. I want my own space. Off Right out of the gate. Like before the marriage, like, oh, we're going to move in together. Oh, I can do that. But I really want it to feel like two separate houses in one because I really need my own space. Bye, honey. I'll see you later. Bye. Good luck with the next guy. See you later. Does that sound like a woman that's going to be embracing her femininity, that's going to be, you know, loving, you know, what she brings to the table as a woman driven by her biology? Or does that sound like, does she sound like someone that's looking to even be in a proper union with with a man? She's looking to escape you before she even got married to you. She's telling you, by the way, I want my own separate life. Do you know what that looks like? How that manifests through a relationship? That's girls night out all the time. That's my friends are separate from your friends. That, oh, I have these guy friends over here, but they're they're just friends. And it's none of your business. You're not going to tell me what to do. That's, you know, using intimacy as a weapon. And you have a fight and she goes in her room, shuts the door. And that's her space. It's dysfunction is what it is. These are women who are looking for guys to pay the bills and to do their part, so to speak, right? Somebody goes to break into the house and the guy is home. Somebody, you know, goes to bother them and that guy is home, but uh, the guy's paying the bills, he's providing the structure, there's a man in the house when the, when the toilet breaks or the, the sink isn't working, the plumbing, whatever, when she needs her little stuff hang up in her room. And she can't figure out how to hammer that hook in. Y'all know we struggle with that. She can, oh, honey, can you do this? But when it comes time for her to do something for that man, right? Oh, is, if the guy, God forbid, says, oh, I'm a little hungry. did you? <laughs> you don't expect me to cook it, right? I'm going out. I'm telling you. Women who, and by the way, another thing about this, this is a sign she doesn't like you. She's using you. Because when women love men, we want you all up in our business, right? All the time, pressed up against the body, sleeping, spooning. We wanna be the little spoon, by the way, not the big spoon. We wanna be the little spoon. We want you, the scent all over the room. We love the intimacy. We want you as close as possible. We don't wanna be in a little corner on the phone, by the way, talking to God knows who, we're doing God knows what on the side in our own separate little studio apartment that's part of the house. So learn the signs, guys. Learn the signs that she doesn't really like you. She's in it for the wrong reasons. She's probably using you for your cash. And women, by the way, don't behave like this if you really like a guy because he's not staying. He's not staying unless he's a total doormat, in which case, you know, you're not attracted to him anyway, right? Guys who put up with this, by the way, Deeply unattractive. If a woman says to you, oh, I want my own section of the house. I want this. I went, honey, what do you think this is? I'm not your roommate. You want a roommate? Go get one. We're dating. This is unattractive to me. I don't know if I want to be involved in this relationship anymore. It's unattractive. Say that. Watch the her head will spin exorcist style, right? Eyes be bugging, all that. All right. Let's talk about picky women. Number nine, let's go to that.
0: Do you you, uh, have a type in a guy
3: um, like physically?
0: Yeah, physically. I have
3: a very specific pers- physical type. And personality
0: too. Go ahead. What is um, it? Um,
3: you have to have a kind of similar personality to me. You can't be immature. You have to be mm-hmm. mature, but also funny. I, you have to be funny. Funny. Um, okay. My physical type is extremely specific. <laughs> like you have to be at least 6'2". You have to be tan. You have to have tattoos. You have to have blue eyes, brown hair. Literally. <laughs> and you have to smell good. And
2: you have to smell
0: All right. Good.
1: Well thought. Like okay. I said, I will happily die. Do- Can you pause on her for a second? Just leave it on her. Does this look like, I I mean, listen, she's not an unattractive girl. I'm not going to say that. But does this, does she, I don't know. Is that a 10 to you? Is that somebody who should be making demands like this? Okay. Hold that image, Dally. I'm going to pull that back up in a second. You can go off if you want, but I'm going to bring her back in a second. So here's what she said. She wants someone who's mature. She wants someone who's funny. Minimum of 6'2". I don't know. She's some type of giant. She's some type of giant. I don't understand these women, by the way. I'm little, right? I'm like sort of like a half human. And I don't, I always wanted a guy who was taller than me, but I didn't need all that. Like, going. in fact, it's like hard to reach, honestly. I found it to be challenged. What is going on up there? Like, you know, Jack and the Beanstalk type of stuff. But are these girls like 6'1"? Is that why she's saying 6'2"? She does look a little long, lengthy, shall we say. But I mean, some of these girls are unbelievable. 6'2". It's like... Almost no guys, by the way, or at least 6'2". The percentage of guys, I don't know what the percentage is on 6'2 and up, but it's really, really small. Has to be ten. Okay. So all fair-haired people, fair scale, you're out. Has to have tattoos. Has to have blue eyes. Green, unacceptable. Has to have brown hair. I mean, what is like five guys left. There's like five guys left. Funny, humorous, all this. Okay. What would, how would she feel? Let's bring her image back up, please. How would she feel if a guy came in and said, I gu- I will guarantee if a guy came in and said, oh, I need somebody who's, you know, guys tend to like little something. I mean, it's true. I need somebody who's around 5'5". Five five. I want somebody who's tan. I want somebody who has, you know, X, Y, and Z. And she didn't fit the bill. I guarantee you this is exactly the type of woman that would be like, you're so misogynistic and superficial. I'll guarantee it. Maybe not. Correct me if I'm wrong if she's listening. By the way, I should get some of these girls on the show. Wouldn't that be fun to just like have these conversations live? Fly them in. (laughs) God. But interesting, right? Like the the specifications are now so unbelievably narrow that this is exactly the type of woman, by the way, that has all these specifics at 22. She's going to lands at 30 and she looks bad. She's starting to get lonely, right? Now she's starting to feel like, oh, maybe I don't need him to have a separate house. I'm feeling kind of lonely. Maybe I could share my bedroom after all starting to, you know, look in the mirror and she's like, "Hmm, what's that? Is that a a crow's feet line? Oh, my God. I look old. Rush into like scrub, you know, exfoliate this, that the panic sets in. And all of a sudden she looks back on her life and says, wow, when I was 22, I I was saying all this. Maybe I could have met a, a nice guy. And yeah, you know what, honey, maybe he would have been six feet, not six two. And maybe he had green eyes instead of brown, instead of blue. I'm sorry. Maybe his hair was, you know, Auburn color, whatever it was, maybe he didn't fit your exact bill, but you weren't even open to him. These are the types of women that wind up alone, miserable, mad, irritated, and on antidepressants.
0: All the other girls are just laughing at her, too.
1: Yeah, because it's because and you know what the thing is here? Let's, And that's a good point, Deli. Some of this, I think, is character. They go on this show and they feel like the more they amp it up, like, "Oh, I'm going to create a viral moment." Now that Bangs girl, you got, y'all remember her? That was real. I think that's just who she was. She was having a real, lived-in moment. I think some of these girls are trying to make a moment happen. They're trying to, you know, too hard. So other girls are just like, "Dude, that's just stupid." Um, so it's hard to tell. I, that could be an. Some of it could be an act, but regardless, even if it is an act, she that's what she's putting out there, thinking that she's going to get more attention, more money in her little, you know. I don't know if she's OnlyFans, but, you know, a lot of them are in her bank. More, you know, sliding into the DMs. She's going to – that her this behavior is going to attract more guys. The sad thing is some of them are right because it does, right? They're not going to stop doing this if they're still attracting more guys. Okay, I'm going to read the chats. I see them piling up. Let's see. Let me move this over. I've caused a lot of destruction with the equipment here. I apologize in advance. Deli, you know, I told you not to trust me over here. All right, Brian Rooker, 10 bucks. You need to sample Janet Jackson's song, Nasty, at some point. That was such a good song. The similarity between you and her is hilarious. Vanity Six's song, Nasty Girl, is worth a revisit as well. I prefer to just, you know, nasty. do that. We're working on the buttons, don't you worry. Omega Resetsu's here. Welcome, Five Bucks, bemoans the past and says that women in the past were oppressed by men, meanwhile oppressed by their ideology and subservient to a man for a paycheck. There's always this pattern of creating it like that whenever women fulfill or content in their traditional roles, somehow they're being oppressed. Trickery. It's such It's like garbage, right? And I'm going to tell you something because I've, I've had that world, right, where you're – pinnacle of success and sitting on you know network television and all that stuff you know when I'm happiest and my husband knows this too I am happiest when I have a day off my my like vision board of peace is me at home in a house where I can open all the windows and look out at the grass and hear my son laughing in the background and be baking a big old apple pie that is my happiness that is when I am most at peace now I know That you know, the feminist was, oh, you're oppressed, but they have a hard time saying that to me because I've been in both worlds. And you know what? Going to the view every day and getting tortured, right? And dealing with executives and dealing with contracts and dealing with crazies. Yeah, that you put that alongside me baking an apple pie in a big old kitchen with the sound of my son's laughter. And I will choose that apple pie and that baby and that piece any day of the week. So don't don't lecture. Women who choose traditional roles about what does and doesn't make them happy. Because most of you feminists, given the lectures, are sitting in those corporate jobs and you're miserable. And we all see it shining through your eyes every time you talk. Okay. Watch Flower, 20 bucks. Jed, Trump claims to be innocent, but he shows a pattern of misconduct. He has the White House Documents case, the Georgia Interference case, the January 6th case, the New York case, and the E. Jean Carroll case. The Tates are Innocent Trump is not. So the Tates are under an active investigation. I have seen no evidence of guilt thus far. I would agree with you there. Trump is not innocent in the sense that they should have filed him with a misdemeanor. That's what they should have filed. It's not a felony. It's not a felony charge. What Trump is guilty of oftentimes is, you know, he behaves in a certain way on Instagram, this, that. He causes trouble for himself, right? Which is why I was always like, can he get out of his own way? This is not a conversation about whether Trump is innocent. This is a conversation about whether woke DAs who are completely agenda-driven and repeatedly in places like New York let criminals go and infect and infest the streets with crime suddenly care about elevating a misdemeanor to a felony because it's Trump and that that is a deeply, deeply corrupt system. In the same way that I said, well, they opened an investigation into the Tates and they searched and whatnot, in the same way I said, fine. Okay, You had some type of justification to open that case. You're looking into it. But when you realize you didn't have anything to make a charge, you let them go. You don't let them sit and fester in prison. That was corruption. So I'm here to call out not innocence or guilt. I can't make that claim, but I can make a claim about a corrupt system. And they are both being subject to corrupt systems, different ones, but corrupt nonetheless. Omega Rosetsu, illiberal regressive. Let's regress to BC times. Uh, Rob Bedreau is here. Welcome. This is all the fault of Kim K with these girls. Kim Kardashian has been a a real nasty cultural rot that has seeped out into – Instagram, and affected women. I agree 100%. Ryan, the eating warrior is here. She's a child. Talking about that woman we've referenced before. Watch Flower. Trump was in office from 2017 to 2021. Why didn't Trump and his DOJ investigate Hillary? Trump had every single chance to investigate her. He whines and complains like a modern woman. They should have done more. They should have done more when it came to Hillary Clinton. They should have done more when it came to um, the experimental injection. They should have done more when it came to Fauci. Listen, I'm not. I'm not a Trump loyalist here. I'm not here to defend a politician. But this particular decision that was made is completely corrupt and driven by a corrupt DA. TJ Singh, I saw these clips, her laugh, <laughs> sides of crazy person. That's true. You can tell a lot by the crazy eyes and you can tell a lot by the crazy laugh. Okay, let's go to number 10. Yeah, let's go to number 10. Good on time.
0: Hey man, Do your fathers know you do OnlyFans asking for a friend?
3: Um, My dad knows I do it, but he just kind of... <laughs> Calls it my internet work and leaves it at that, and says he's happy for me. <laughs>
0: Are your parents still together?
3: Uh, no, but they're both
2: happily with somebody else now. Sure. Uh, yes, my dad knows because he was like the first one actually was supporting me before my mom was, and my dad <laughs> takes pictures of me. My mom takes pictures of me for OnlyFans too. So.
0: Your mom and dad—they mm-hmm. they're your photographers. Mm-hmm. Okay. They don't care. And you do full nudity uh, on they OnlyFans.
2: Don't, like take pictures like that, like just like teasing. Like, I don't care. Or, like, okay. pictures of my ass, like, in a bathing suit. Like, they don't do that. Do they like, help? I do that myself. Do
0: they, are they, like, act as your manager, too? or?
2: Uh, With my money. They, like, <laughs> my mom does my taxes for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's interesting. Me. Sure. And, like, just, like. <laughs> Brian. My dad, like, is on the account, too. It's true. Okay. And, like, does
0: it. Got it. What about you?
1: Okay, so. Yeah. The, all right. This tells you that tall girl in the end. It does have an OnlyFans. Remember I said before I didn't know. Well, there you go. So this tells you everything you need to know. This is why I say, guys, when you say, what do I look for in a woman? How, What's her family like? What's her family? Because this is deep dysfunction, right? You know, if your father is, you're posing on the bed and look at some of her photos, go to her Instagram and look at them. If her father is taking those pictures, I don't know what to tell you, honey. This is a deep, deep, deep dysfunction. Parents supporting an OnlyFans page, with all naked, nasty stuff, all seductive for your daughter, for your young daughter. That's a problem. So oftentimes these girls are coming from households like that, and that's why they're behaving this way. If they they came from a household where a dad said, you're not doing that, you are not behaving that way, something went wrong in the upbringing to encourage this deep level of showiness and attention-seeking and disrespect for the body, something went wrong there. Something went wrong. Oh, my dad just sees it as like an internet hobby. An internet hobby to be all naked, making money off of strange guys? Okay, then you got a problem in your house you got a problem in your house. Uh, I, I don't even know what to say. Um, I think you have a lot of parents that are afraid to be parents these days. I think you have a lot of parents that think they're supposed to be their kid's best friend rather than their parent. I think you have a lot of parents that, you know, truthfully are afraid of like, oh, they're going to call Child Protective Services on me for nothing. I think you have a lot of scared parents. Back in the day, parents were just parents, right? You, they were the adult and you were the kid. These are adults now, but there's a point at which something went wrong here. It didn't just like she got to 21 and suddenly said, no, there was a lack of guidance and a lack of parenting that happened probably starting around 12 for a girl that led to this. So this is this is why family matters. This is why I say, what's her relationship like with her dad? What's her relationship like with her mom? Are they parents? Really important stuff. Okay. Last two today. Um... We've got some Matrix stuff going on that I need to tell you about. So this is interesting. I want you to pay attention to this. You care about your food. You care about what you eat. Any of you out there into following the Eat Bugs campaign? All right. So this is stuff that you need to pay attention to. This is happening in the UK. But listen. And the last one is on Bud Light and Dylan Mulvaney. You do not want to miss. So hold on tight for this one. This is very important, though. The Daily Mail. Farmers will be ordered to feed cows methane suppressants to stop them from belching. This is where we're at. And breaking wind. Okay. The cows can't fart under government plans to reach net zero. They're trying to reach net, net zero on carbon emissions. That's, that's not even possible. It's not going to happen. right? It's just not going to happen. But they're blaming the cows. right? So I read this, and I'm like, oh, interesting. Ministers are looking to force farmers to give herds additives oh, to reduce gas from digestion and compound feeds. The plan said the bovine supplements could be introduced at a pace from 2025 or as soon as possible— It's going to raise the costs, um, the cost of milk for the average consumer. But ministers could also choose to subsidize the feed. Oh, great. Government subsidies just what we need more of. Now, I'm like, huh, that's interesting. It could be given to sheep. I, I go to the bottom and I'm like, what's in there? Here's the thing. When you eat a cow and I eat meat, when you eat a cow, you eat what they eat. So the reason that people go grass fed, grass finished, you know, no hormones, no antibiotics is because if that cow is fed a whole bunch of crap, and then you eat that cow, you ate a whole bunch of crap, right? The reason that you don't want antibiotics given to livestock and hormones given to livestock is that then you are consuming those antibiotics, you are consuming those hormones, you're having hormone irregularities, and you're having all sorts of health issues as a result of you consuming something that consumed bad stuff. That's why quality of meat matters. So I look at the suppressants, that they're going to give these cows. And it says, oh, it contains a number of additives, including seaweed, organic acids, probiotics, and antimicrobials. That's some type of anti. Is that an antibiotic? Is that, where is that sourced? What is that? what is that? And essential oils, which also can be problematic in some levels. Don't you hear the word essential oils? It sounds natural. Concentrations matter. Quality matters. All of that matters. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, first of all, this is an edict coming down to farmers. Now you have farmers being bullied by government because of cow farts. Okay. Secondly, what is in this stuff that they're, what is in all of this, this stuff? And this goes from this to lab engineered meats. This does not sound good to me interestingly enough and we're gonna to get to Dylan Mulvaney in a minute people don't ask questions when it comes to pharma product you ever notice that you don't you, you're used to swallowing this stuff right I had a conversation about a particular experimental injection we won't name it but I had a conversation I said do you know, to somebody I said do you know what was in it and they said well no I said let me ask you a question when you go to the grocery store and you buy a product and you, do you turn it over and look at the ingredients and and both of them. It was a couple. They said, well, yeah, actually we do. I said, okay, when you go to the drugstore and you buy uh, an Advil, whatever it may be, do you turn it over and just out of curiosity? And, and they're very proactive with their health. So you say, actually we do. I said, well, that's interesting. Then why don't you care about what was in the experimental injection? Well, I just assumed. Why? Why? Because big pharma has a history of playing off of people's assumption that they know what they're doing and that they have people's best interest at heart. I call people to please wake up. That's not how it works. It's a for-profit business. And remember, a company doesn't require liability protection for their products unless they're concerned that your lawsuits are going to be a problem. Get those eyes open. Untrain yourself to trust big institutions that rely on you having blind trust and be a, a steward of information sourcing for yourself. Okay, Dylan Mulvaney, last topic of the day. So I see Bud Light. Good Lord. I don't drink, so not a beer person I don't drink any alcohol um Bud Light when I think of Bud Light I think of like a male you know consumer base right most beer I think of guys right interesting Bud Light stands behind partnership with trans activist biological male let me add that in just to you know aggravate the anti-science crowd Dylan Mulvaney despite backlash Anheuser-Busch defended its decision to enlist trans activist and influencer Dylan Mulvaney as a Bud Light brand influencer, brand ambassador, Monday, in the face of growing backlash from critics. This month, I celebrated my 365 days of womanhood, Dylan said. And Bud Light sent me possibly the best gift ever, a can with my face on it. This is what Mulvaney said in a video, noting her year-end milestone of transitioning to a female. Another video featured the activist drinking a can in her bathtub as part of the campaign. Can we pull... um, do you have that tweet? Um, I don't d- put it on mute because I don't know if that's gonna get flagged for copyright. I want you to. This is the ad that came out. You can play it as long as it's on mute. So you see Dylan Mulvaney. This is this is the this is a beer ad. This is for beer. I don't know how many times to say it because it's so unbelievably ridiculous that Bud Light now look with the nails trying to open it. Bud Light has such a desire to be accepted. Like, oh, we have our woke sticker on. We support, you know, the trans movement. We support it. We love it. You know, flying the rainbow flags all over. It's not, the rainbow flag, by the way, is not even enough anymore. But we support this individual and this movement so much that we're going to give Dylan Mulvaney a big fat check. And this is their ad to promote beer. Can I ask you what men? That is your consumer base for beer what men would be drawn to this product as a result of Dylan Mulvaney's ad or Dylan Mulvaney's endorsement of that product? Okay, we can take it down. The answer is none. The answer is none. You're going to, in fact, you're going to have a lot of guys that are like, maybe I should switch beers. I don't know. This is a kind of like a feminine feeling beer. Is it not true? what's interesting to me about the elevation of Dylan Mulvaney, and Dylan Mulvaney, by the way, in my view, is free to do whatever Dylan Mulvaney would like to do with Dylan's life. You've got to be careful with the pronouns here. I know. Whatever Dylan wants to do, I don't care. I'm not here to tell you how to live. I'm not here to tell you what to do. I'm not here to take drugs out of your mouth. I'm not here to take alcohol out of your mouth. That is your life, your grown adult. However, what we are dealing with here is somebody who has chronicled on TikTok a, a journey of taking a ton of drugs, hormones, um, ton of pharma drugs that has chronicled kind of the, all of the changes that have happened as a result, that has chronicled surgeries and has, is speaking to a young generation of people saying this is the way, this is the path right? Dylan Mulvaney also has a number of videos out that are deeply disturbing, where this biological male is now dressing up as a little girl and running around. It just doesn't scream well to me, as in healthy. It just doesn't. That That's not what, even if you transitioned, right, to a woman, that, that's, that's an odd thing. A grown woman doesn't dress up as a little girl and run around pretending to be in the Plaza Hotel. And this is not healthy behavior. So it's concerning. now. Again, Bud Light can do whatever it wants. Let me defend Bud Light for a second and just say this is a private business. Private businesses want to do, they they can hire whoever they want to be their ambassadors. They can do whatever commercial campaigns they want. This is, they are entitled to build or wreck their own brands. But you're the consumer, right? You make or break this stuff. You have the power to send Bud Light a message saying, This is crazy. I am not spending another dime on your product, or I support this, yay. And you, you make that herd with your dollars. And let me tell you, if Bud Light sinks, if their stocks sink, if their financial records over the next six months look like hell, if nobody's buying their beer, they're not going to be making a decision like this again. So it's up to you. It's up to you to make these decisions because there's going to be more and more companies that are so eager and so hungry for that woke sticker and all of the accolades you know, from media and Hollywood that come along with it, they're they going to risk sacrificing their own financial bottom line to make that woke point and to be part of the woke cool club. It's up to you. And I tell people all the time, stop buying it if you don't like it. Stop spending your money on companies that value wokeness over their actual consumer base. Just stop spending your money. That's all you have to do. Turn the channel off, right? Then all of a sudden, nobody's watching that show. All the revenue goes down. Stop buying the product. That's, it's as simple as that. So instead of sitting while you drink your beer, your Bud Light and being like, oh, this beer is, is Dylan. Well, this is, I don't want this. It's ruining the country. I see conservatives sometimes. They're like, this is ruining the country. Can I have another Bud Light? No, you're useless. You are useless. Put down the Bud Light, buy a different beer. If you don't like the messaging, send a message to the company with your dollars, don't be some ridiculous stooge of the system just drinking another Bud Light and complaining about it. Ridiculous. <laughs> so this is where we're at. This is where we're at. Um, let me check at the chat. Let's see. Dragon. What is this? Dragon Stellan. 1,001. 10 bucks. By the way, before I read this one, I'll read that again. Dragon Stalin. Hit that subscribe button for me. Hit that like button. We're going to wrap in just a few minutes, but I need you to show your support. Hit the subscribe. Do it right now. Hit like. And also write some comments. Share in the comments. I have a question for you all. Maybe we'll put a poll up. Ulrich, if you're listening, can you put a poll up for me? Um, Do you want to see me talk about more politics? Do you want to see me talk about things like the Trump um, arrest? We're going to get into an election season. Do you want to see that? Yes or no? I would love a poll up. Ulrich, if you can hear me in the back cutting clips. He's like, Chad, leave me alone. Stop bringing me into your hot mess. That's what Delhi is for. Delhi <laughs> is to be tortured on air. I am not. All right. Dragon Stalin, 1001. Too bad these women, like the one in red, couldn't meet their great grandmothers. The great grandmothers would have knocked them on their butts. Oh, man. Can you imagine a great grandma just being like, honey, you either going to get that off your OnlyFans or I'm going to smack you silly. That would have been it. That's and that girl would have <clears throat> walked back into the kitchen and been like, I need to delete this because my great grandma's gonna have it with me. Mm-mm. I ain't risking that she's gonna chase me around the house with that broom. Right? It's brought a lot of sanity to the world. Caleb Faust, 10 bucks. As much as I'd like to blame women, low tea is as much to blame. Uh, the government hates you. The food and products we use are engineered to weaken us and make us voting cattle. That's correct. Yeah, low tea is a problem. And you know how you get low tea? You get low T from crap food. You get low T from endocrine disruptors that are in all of the chemicals that you're surrounded with all the time. You get low T uh, from stuff like this that sits on your lap all the time and all the EMF we're exposed to. And I'm going to share, by the way, um, a story that I have in a couple of weeks of, let me tell you, this mold got me good. And also chemical exposures in my environment got me good. Um, I'm going to tell you all about that because I want you healthy. And I'm going to tell you what I'm doing to fix it because you know that can help all of you. Caleb Faust, women aren't going to lead the char- the change. I would say the charge is also a good word for that. It's up to men to make the sacrifice and lead the way. Women voters are a huge problem, y'all. I don't know what to tell you, but women vote, and that's great. They have the right to vote, but they vote with emotion. They vote because they don't like your mean tweets. They vote because they've been brainwashed by modern feminism, and that voting block, particularly young, single women who are often more government-dependent as a result of not having a man, Disaster. Big win for the big government Democrats, big win for the WEF, big win for the WHO. Big problem if you're out there trying to preserve the freedom of your family and to re- keep the government in its proper place, hands off type of approach. <laughs> Young single women, disaster when it comes to the voting block. TJ saying, I'm from India, and it's really sad to see the intentional downfall of your great country. I enjoyed everything that came out of there except wars. Yeah, and and let me just say that um, as a final note, because I hear all the time, PBD and I differ about this a little bit. It would be actually a good debate between the both of us, but PBD's, you know, very strong proponent of, you know, America's still the best country on earth, and um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to say that. I don't. Um, I see what's going on. You know, all over the country, there was just a, a Supreme Court um, victory in Wisconsin. I don't know if you saw that. I don't cover a lot of the political intricacies on this show, but there's stuff happening all over the country that's bad. It's real bad, um, and it involves ballot harvesting and involves a lot of stuff that's going to predetermine some outcomes of the next election cycle. And I'm asked all the time, do you think that a Joe Biden, not Joe Biden, but a Joe Biden could win again? And I say, I want to prepare you for that yes, because I don't think you realize what the state of the voting block that dominates in this country. They are hungry for wokeness. They are hungry for government dependency. They are compliant at their core. The country's in tr- big trouble. This is not the land of the free anymore. This is a land where there are people who are freedom fighters in pockets around the country. They are not in the majority. So you're going to see, you're going to watch this unfold. So please answer that poll that we're going to put up. Do you want to see me cover more politics? I'm happy to do it. I'm happy to integrate it. But I don't want to do it if it's not what you want to hear. Because this show is as much for you, if not more for you, than it ever is for me. I love you all for being with me today. Friday, we are going to be here. We have Destiny's wife coming on. Y'all know Destiny's wife? I don't know how to say her name perfectly. Is it, is it Merlina? Or I'm going to say it wrong. So before I do that. But she's, um, she's a streamer. She's very vocal about their open relationship. She feels very differently than I do about a lot of things. I am excited to invite her here. We're going to have a debate, discussion, all of the above. You're not going to want to miss it. I will see you on Friday. I've loved being with you. See you 1 p.m. Eastern time Friday. Bye-bye.